0: Ah, good man yourself, there, Craig.
1: Oh. So yeah, I found I found that with uh, with the fucking English, with the with the Euros in the past, I oh, I'm
2: not agreeing off, with a lot of their stuff. I think, like you know, when they post all the yeah. shit about one yeah, or two were... bad fans, am I? Yeah, Or were... oh, at least at the start this time. Yeah, you're coming through here now. Can I can also, I be here now?
0: The only difference was the quality was a bit a bit tinier, which is fine. Um, but you were to cutting off there a minute ago so I, I think the signal
2: waxes and wanes I think that's what it is okay um, but no I was saying is that you know I find I, with all this criticism stuff that came up with the English in the, in the Euros I find myself in sympathy with the argument like I do think you can't take one or two bad fans and pretend that that's the entire English nation but I just was so annoyed at the English people saying it that I found myself feeling <laughs> like I oh, was too convicted yeah <laughs> So, no, but there's definitely
3: a wrongness to the statement somewhere. This can't all be yeah, correct.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's a mean, know. Kind
3: of, we know we know, you're a wrong one in there somewhere.
0: It's like the end yeah. of World <laughs> War Two when you have all the German soldiers going, ah, we weren't all bad. <laughs> there you go. You know. and then it, one, right. of went,
3: one of them later went on to lead Germany.
2: <laughs> did, they, did they say Hitler. it in that tone as well, Adam? Ah, we yeah. weren't all bad. You
0: caught us. We lose. Hitler was decorated for gallantry. Uh, you know i'm sure he was very well decorated and then we just spend our time like coming up with stuff every few years where it's like uh, actually research shows uh hitler had a micropenis <laughs> who's gonna argue with this well you you're you gonna argue with me you're gonna be a hitler cock lover is that what you, that you're gonna be known for and it's like no but yeah I think you, it's are, like... You, you
2: are you are 100 right, I, right. Think I, that think that I think it was accepted
3: Christian. that it was i think it was accepted that hitler's wounds his combat wounds certainly um did involve some devastation of the genitalia. like I don't think he was doing much fucking after that. Like,
2: well, no, but it's, and, it's weird, it's weird, and it's weird the focus people have on that. Yeah, like the stuff like Hitler definitely was gay or Hitler definitely, you know, wanted the fucking yeah. dog or any of that stuff that comes out where it's like, yeah. why? A, there's no way you can know this. You're just saying it <laughs> to be provocative. It's like all the stuff that came out a few years ago in Ireland about Pierce being a paedophile. Which like there's nowhere, there's nowhere enough evidence to support this. You're just saying it to get a rise out of people you don't like. Nah.
0: Well, that's it because like you could say stuff like Hitler had a teeny weenie, and like no one can stick up for him because if you do, you're defending Hitler's cock. So like you know that you just get away with it. You could say whatever you want about him. So that's why stuff like this comes up every two months because you're just allowed to get away with it. Because if someone's well, like um, it, it's like oh I'm sorry, you you think Hitler had a fucking a big fucking slinging yogurt swinger, eh? You think he just had a big fucking a big <laughs> fucking Christ. hose?
2: Come on, someone with a python wouldn't invade Poland, everyone knows that. <laughs> yeah. That's compensation.
3: He's just compensating.
0: Yeah. Speaking of compensating, welcome to episode 20 of Morning Brew, I have been Adam Sheridan.
3: Look at the big two o. Oh, that's one digit for every inch, baby, woo!
0: One digit for every inch Hitler's <laughs> cock, apparently. Hitler's <laughs> hog. He was actually known in, in his local circles as Adolf Hogler. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I, I,
0: I don't have any more someone else come up with a with a pun for Hitler's big old swinger
2: I was mostly fucking thinking I'm not sure I want to put my name now after she <laughs> says like that.
1: I'm just saying yes. I was what, thinking what?
3: about how small how small Ireland's manifestations of Nazis tend to be in stature
2: well like uh, Owen O'Duffy or someone
0: yeah, but was,
3: was, was Ona Duffy a short arse? I don't know. I don't
1: I know, think he uh, was.
0: Maybe, well, what's a, What's your one's name? Justine Bure? Is that the, who am I thinking of? <laughs> I, can't, I can't remember. Not important, anyway.
2: Probably someone that got, you know,
0: goals. like maybe maybe a quarter, a quarter of a quarter of a quarter of a percent of a vote is probably someone who I'm thinking of. It's probably why I can't remember them because they're not worth remembering. Um, you know. Wait, wait, one, I've, like, I've got less I've... than 300 votes in the by-election. Maybe you know, maybe they're maybe they're known colloquially around here as Littler. Maybe they're known <laughs> colloquially around here as Schittler. Um, <laughs> both funny, both very, very funny. Um I've got, I've got a Nazi Big
2: Penis one. I've got an excellent big Nazi Big Penis. Rudolf yeah. Heff
3: <laughs> Rommel had only one ball. <laughs> His mother cut it off when he was small.
0: I'm sure there's I'm sure there's probably some more in there, but I'm not brave enough to try and I <laughs> try and, try and freebase freebase some, a, you know, World War II genocide puns to try and make a cock joke out of it so if someone if someone comes up with a better one feel free to put your own reputation on the line while I do not do that There's <laughs> an
2: amazing um, Armstrong and Miller sketch where you have, like, it's like a World War
1: II Uh-oh
3: no. Dan's been taking local, or uh, gets on
2: the telegraph and yeah, yeah, stepping out the coded Dan.
3: message
2: just before they get shot uh, yeah, the collab-, the collab Oh, yeah. So it's it's an amazing um, Armstrong and Miller sketch, right? Where you have like a World War Two spy drama, and you have like this fucking the French resistance spy shooting two German guards, getting to the telegraph, barely putting something through before they get shot by the SS. Wow, the again. That- he's been cut off. Yeah,
1: he's been censored SS. by, by Nazi Germany.
2: Only has one. You ball. keep getting cut off. By the is SS. two, but very small. Ah, yes. fuck it. It's not good. It's not good enough to repeat it the third time. I'll tweet it out. <laughs>
0: I didn't know the SS stood for sh. <laughs> <laughs> My mistake. <laughs> so I have a... Uh, I mentioned the last episode that uh, I had... I, that Get we back were, on we were, mic. We were breaking our COVID exposure, uh, our non-COVID compliance talk because uh, because I had stuff to bring up. And then we didn't bring it up. But this time I am going to bring it up. So I'll try, hey. and be as, I'll try and be as vague as possible. And if I'm not, well, fuck you. Come make your own fucking podcast, dickhead. Mm. So 20 fucking weeks locked in our house trying to do this shit. What do you want from me? We've been able to go out and do something twice in this entire my. period. It's fucking July, okay? <laughs> it's July. Um, I, oh, my, my, I my, my, have... my. Welcome to my fucking vineyard. I'm going to pull all these fucking gripes that I've been growing for the last year. I uh, have all these fucking <laughs> gripes in this gripe vine. We're going to make some white wine here today. Um, I have many issues that I want to fucking get off my chest. And it's mainly just me complaining is my topic. So fuck everyone. I know what they're sitting at home going, Get, ba- get crazy. back on the mic if you want to complain. I've never, heard, I've never heard a white guy have issues before. Well, guess what you're about to? I'm about to fucking open you up to new territory. So one problem I have, this is not COVID related. One of my big fucking gripes, and I, let's see if you guys are the same as me. This happens every fucking day. I live in the city center. This is a daily fucking occurrence. Some dickhead will think they're doing their good deed for the day by not continuing down the road and turning the corner or going back down the road they're supposed to be going down, by stopping their car in front of me to try and wave me across the fucking street, whereas they're now the ones causing the holdup, and if they hadn't just kept oh, driving, stop. I would have already been across. You're not doing a good deed. You have the right to go. I'm not stopped. You're the only fucker in my way. I know you've made yourself more in my way because you've stopped your car. Uh, Keep fucking driving, dickhead.
3: They just get
1: out of my fucking way. Keep a fucking going.
0: cyclist there. Fucking crazy, like fucking red lights don't stop you half the fucking time but god forbid like oh no i better let someone wave them across the fucking road get out of here fuck off
3: it's actually one of the things my driving instructor warned me about was if someone's just being nice don't rely on them because they could be waving you across and they may just be a complete fucking moron saying yeah. that the, the junction is clear and saying oh yeah you can come out now and you're just like oh yeah that's fine yeah yeah, grant boof and you get blindsided by not looking because you relied on that nice person who's actually just you know didn't know what yeah. the fuck they were looking at
0: all the fucking time it happens. And it's like, it's always when there's no cars on the road as well. And it's like, if you mm. had just gone, if you had just gone, which was your right of fucking way to go, I'd have already been across the street now. You blocked me. You blocked mm. me so that you could try and take credit for waving me across the fucking road, you asshole. Yeah. Fuck you. Like they're
3: doing you a fucking favor.
0: I know. This is their good deed for They're driving away with a big fucking smoke smile on their face. Like, I, I can't believe that, like, good Samaritans like me really still exist. No. 2021, <laughs> and I can't believe that, like, I, I could be a fucking apostle. I'm just going to fucking, I'm going to go and reward myself now. Where's the next cyclist? <laughs> <laughs> I deserve at least one for the day. <laughs> that, that's, my, that's, my first, that's my first gripe that I got. I fucking hate that. Drives me fucking nuts. Mm. There's always a look of disgust on my face every time they do it. I'm never happy about it. I never wave back. I'm never nice to them <laughs> in return. I want, I want them to know. Sometimes I do. Sometimes when they stop like that, I pretend that I'm doing something, like looking at my phone, and I stand there to see how long they'll wait in their car before they give up the go. And then I'll go, because the road's fucking empty. Yeah, I can't stand it. I'm never nice about it. Fuck you. Fuck you with your fucking car. Just turn the fucking corner. Just drive. You're not helping me. If it was a massive, backed-up road, and you could see that there was no way this person was getting across for at least 10 minutes, I understand it more. (laughs) If you're going to be able to to block a line of traffic to let someone across, I get it. That's fair enough. But if you're the only one on the road, fuck you. Fucking asshole. That's my first fucking gripe. That's the first gripe in the bucket. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I as since as we're drinking a nice cup of little blend because they come in packs of like eighty now, uh, and I still I still have the I still have the habit of buying multiple boxes when I think I'm out. I can't stand that nowhere is still not taking takeaway fuck or reusable fucking cups. Can I please go back to using my fucking keep cup again? Yeah. Single use coffee cups fucking suck. They're so bad. Every single used coffee cup I've ever had spills all over itself the entire fucking time I have it until it's gone. Some of them are so bad that they start spilling as soon as you get them. Awful stuff. Why the fuck? How is that? And these people are already touching the lids. Like, you're already touching the lid off the fucking coffee and all the rest of it. Can I not just have my reusable cup again? Can I just go back to not hating every cup of coffee I buy on the fucking go?
3: Well, especially given that... um... Especially given that we now have a greater understanding of uh, transmission, and we we know that COVID nineteen is more spread by aerosol particles than by fomites in the way that cold and flu is, uh, which was yeah. our initial understanding or our initial presumption about COVID because it was an influenza like illness. Our initial understanding and our, our our best guess was that it's spread by people touching things and people picking up bacteria or uh, virus in viri in particles of snot and shed bits of bodily material that are left on ordinary surfaces and not cleaned in time before you touch the next one and you touch your mouth and whatever, that's how you get the virus. We now know that aerosol transmission is a far more significant factor than previously. So maybe there's a case for kind of getting rid of those kinds of things, you know, like obviously it's a great case for sanitizing surfaces and stuff, but maybe there's a case for, you know, does every person, is it really that much of a problem that a coffee cup you can't cut your coffee yeah. cup off a coffee machine. I mean, like, that's, that's what they like, wanted. It. That's what people have never wanted, or many coffee shops have never wanted to deal with people's keep cups anyway. Yeah, I know. Because they might have to wash them or something. And I think every, I think maybe, maybe why, you know, why are we, why are we going immediately back reverting to disposable stuff when maybe an equally good solution would be to offer facilities for washing keep cups in restaurants and cafes and whatever else. Like, I like, with that.
0: I'm not, a, Give me a I'm sink not asking here. for much. Just when I sink. show up, I'm not even asking for you to rinse it out. You can just splash out any fucking remainder into a sink and just keep going. Mm. I don't care. Yeah. Like that. I, I, don't, I don't need water. it. Yeah, that's like, uh, it's just some fucking water. Like that's all that's left in it. I don't care about that. But it's just really annoying to me because they're, people have gone back to now touching the cup and touching the lid and touching all the rest of it. So it's not even like they're not touching it anymore. They are touching everything again. They just won't let me use my fucking cup. very infuriating it really really bothers me first of all from a waste standpoint because like just an obscene amount of waste has been gathered over Mm. the past year Uh, like a ridiculous amount but also like I hate your coffee cups they're always shit they're always really bad they leak all over themselves they all have that shitty like cardboard sleeve built onto the fucking cup that doesn't do anything Mm. like you touch the fucking coffee cup they don't have the cardboard sleeve separate anymore they have them like built onto the outside of the cup
3: also the waterproof coating to the so the cardboard isn't biodegradable it yeah. that lasts a very long time, too.
0: Yeah. But, like, those, like, little covers and stuff also don't work. Like, the little cardboard sleeve that coffee cups used to go into work, mm. the cardboard sleeve that's built around the actual cup with the logo and stuff on it, doesn't work. Mm. I can still feel the full scalding hot heat of the coffee the cup the entire time until it's cool. It doesn't work. Uh-huh. The keep cup, I don't feel that fucking heat. I don't feel the heat. And also, it doesn't leak all fucking over me. I had. We went to a coffee shop the other day, and literally... Two seconds after walking into the coffee shop, little drips of coffee started coming down the back of the cup. And the whole fucking cup was, like, folding in on itself five minutes later because there was coffee pouring out of it. Ridiculous. (laughs) I fucking, I hate it so fucking much. I hate it. I hate thinking every time I go to pick up a coffee, am I going to have to fucking struggle with this for the next 15 minutes because it's just going to be a fucking shitty cup pouring all over itself. hate it. The fucking worst. Let me go back to my
3: fucking keep cup. Do you know what's incredibly frustrating? Ever since I moved from working at the radio station to working at 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 the courts, where I have to wear a mask 24 seven like at all times, basically uh, apart from eating and drinking. Uh, I, I'm so used to being able to sit and do my work while drinking cup of, a cup of coffee at my desk and work because all through the pandemic, I have been working from the office um, or from the location where I happen to be working uh, in a, you know, at extreme social distances with screens and stuff built in. But I am used to being able to just drink coffee and work. And that never changed for me until I went to work in the courts. And was suddenly spending like three, four hours a day or, you know, two hours at a time in court working. So you might even be sitting down the back of the court typing and stuff on unrelated stories, but you're in the yeah. courtroom working. And I just couldn't drink coffee. Like yeah. I find myself going out to the, going out to the bathrooms to like take a cup of coffee and just keep <laughs> myself going. I like, like keep you're fucking,
0: Like you're a fucking yeah. like crackhead. You're going to the bathroom to like swallow that down an espresso. <laughs> you're having a little flask. Yep. <laughs> Okay. That's
3: okay. No, literally it. That's literally it. To yeah.
2: be fair, if anyone that we know is close to having uh, a coffee addict, it's Steve. Steve consumes more coffee than...
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. In fairness, though, Steve Any don't human drink being a I lo- know. drinks a lot less coffee.
3: How many cups are you up now. to on a day, Steve? What was that? What was how that, many done?
0: Cups, how many cups are you up to a day, he said.
3: Yesterday, I had one large coffee like, I've, but my coffee intake has mm. probably, probably decreased by about 75% since I started working at the courts because I just yeah. don't have easy access to a coffee machine. To also, pay for when you every say day.
0: large coffee, <laughs> well, explain that to us? Is this the sports? A lar- just again? a large,
3: just a, well, it was a large sized insomnia coffee or whatever. Oh, no, actually, okay, okay. no, sorry. I did have two coffees yesterday, did I?
0: Oh, <laughs> remember.
3: Now it's at 60%. <laughs> But I would I would quite happily drink more like I would desperately like to have more. Yeah. Um, I'm bringing it. I, I try to bring in a mug and there's a possibility that if it was staying in, if I was going to stay in type in the press room or something, I'd probably get a second cup of coffee that day. You should so, start reusing
0: thermoses but... again. Sorry? You should start reusing thermoses again. Oh, I have. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I have. Otherwise, there'd be no coffee. <laughs>
3: like, there'd be no opportunity for, for the have it have the coffee yeah and that gets it that gets like suddenly that gets really expensive if like me you drink a lot of coffee or like to drink a lot of coffee yeah could be spending easily like i could be could go out and spend 10 euro a day on coffee if it was more care if i were careful so oh, there's yeah, that
0: yeah. well i mean i i like I'll, I'll be honest one of my daily routine things now is like me need me to leave the house early enough in the morning but like i i buy a couple coffees from lolly and cook um not every morning but most weekday mornings because obviously mm. work Thursdays, fridays 12 hour shifts um And, like, I do sometimes think, like, yeah, I guess if I had just made a coffee, I could have saved that fucking, you know, five euro or whatever, and at the end of the week, I would have saved 20 quid or something. And then I just start thinking, like, I, I'm not going to feel guilty of buying a fucking coffee. Fuck you. <laughs> this is all this fucking, like, oh, millennials spend money on this, and it's like, coffee is two euro. It's like 260 in most cafes for an Americano. Fuck off. Fuck mm. you. This is not killing me at the end of the day. Get the fuck out of here.
3: Well, it'd make a big dent in my income. <laughs> pretty, pretty good. If I drank if I paid for all the coffee I drank in a day or would like to drink in a day and paid for it like a takeaway rates, it would definitely definitely eat into my income. Um so I would have to figure out other things to do.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean I can see if you if you spend like if you drink an awful lot of coffee and that was all takeaway, I can understand that being mm. a bigger difference. But like By the way, and
3: I end up when it's not free, well it's not just available for free or it can yeah, I'm not gonna buy more than one takeaway coffee in a day, realistically. Yeah. Unless I really need it, or i yeah. Unless it's a really busy day and it's just completely unavoidable, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna. if I know I'm gonna be busy, I'm gonna definitely start the day by bringing coffee, like making a flask of coffee and bring it with me.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm probably the same. But then you know what? You know what really annoys me too is that the people that come out and say things like this. I do think every now and again, I'm pretty sure I make more money than you do, and you're just someone that because of your age was in a point in time where you were able to get an awful lot of stuff that I'll never be allowed to have like you know people that were able to get like essentially 100% fucking mortgages um for really nice properties at low at low monthly payments because they had a good job and it's like yeah you know why you're not in my position because you buy takeaway coffee it's like fuck i don't yeah, think that's you're it, frivolous.
3: Dude. yeah
0: i don't think i don't think the fucking 30 euro fucking week i spend is uh, is what's killing me here i'm pretty sure i take in more money than you do i'm pretty sure you were just very beneficial at points in time where i would have been too young to benefit from things you know well, there's the, nothing the emerging do.
3: narrative is the emerging narrative is becoming because of the ca- cost of housing and because the incredible cost of housing in many western cities is the entire idea of living in an urban area is morally frivolous and it is is as frivolous as avocado toast like yeah that's yeah, the yeah, emerging I, I, narrative
0: i seen that stuff why don't you just leave dublin then it's like well first of all because yeah well like we i
3: you know oh, me and my husband live in Ballina and he yeah. drives two and a half hours to work at a, a week every you know 3 days a week and he nope. he finds it fine
0: well, you tell, me five, you tell me five hours wife. a day. Yeah, He hates his he's wife.
3: De- he's definitely Any- having an affair, love.
0: <laughs> Anyone that wants to be away from home for over five hours a day that's not work-related, they hate you. They huh? don't like you. I don't <laughs> care if you're the boyfriend, girlfriend, family member. I don't care. If someone wants to spend their free time commuting rather than doing something actually enjoyable, they don't like you very much. This gets them away. This is a highlight of their day. He might even stop for a fucking sandwich on the way home to put an extra 40 minutes on the fucking clock, like. Uh-huh. I just you, just, you know, you have to accept it. But also, like, I don't want to live in the middle of fucking nowhere. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to live in the fucking arse and of fucking Wexford because I can get a cheaper rent and, like, lose access to all the fucking amenities that I like here. The fuck you. You know, I fucking, well. <laughs> I, work, I work hard and long hours and stressful <laughs> jobs in the fucking capital. And, like, I'm told to fuck off and save my money and then come back for it. And it's like, get the fuck out of here, dude.
1: <laughs>
0: no, I that. <clears throat> if I'm moving I'm moving somewhere where the opportunities money and benefits are a lot fucking better than here I'll tell you that much I'm not fucking moving to the fucking bogger land so uh-huh. I can say like oh look at the cottage that I bought for 80 grand fuck off that's not what's well, gonna happen here
3: one of my friends was preparing to start was working up to a mortgage he's a listener to the show shout he out recognizes Andrew. You. it's not him but okay he... let me guess again
0: shout out Stephen Brandon yes ah, I got it in two <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yeah, he was putting together his plans for the mortgage, and he quite was doing the considerations. And a lot of other people, he was telling me about this. A lot of other people were urging him. You know, you're starting a family. Think of the expense. You can work with your job no, from I'm just wherever fucking you like. <laughs> yeah. you can, you, you can, you can do your job. I'll tell you from that wherever. now. The
0: condoms, the condoms I bought weren't for reproduction. <laughs>
3: No, he's, 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 he's been given this advice by older wiser people you know why wouldn't you move to the west of Ireland? You're right there you've got the best best lifestyle in the world you know great schools loads of loads of places you get a great great property for your money the same money you spend on a small house on the outskirts of dublin you get a huge property and you've loads of loads loads more income and you can do your job from literally wherever you don't have to be you know you don't have to be uh you can just set up your home office and you can work off that for the rest of do days and you, you are set and settled. And he goes, does the, does the considerations and he, and he thinks about it for a bit and he says like, well, like, you know, what if I don't have that job or what if that situation doesn't arise? or there's a recession, at least if in Dublin, you know, at least if I'm in Dublin, I can literally just go work in McDonald's, do literally anything. Because I'm, you know, in proximity to a large economy and I'll still be able to pay that mortgage.
0: But also, you know, like, if you lose your job and you're sitting in a fucking 100,000 euro house in the arse of nowhere and you have to sell that house, that's still only a 100,000 euro house, dude. You're still in the shitter. At least if you have to turn around and sell your 400,000 euro house, you know, at least you're in a better position that way to start looking after yourself in the interim. Mm. you know it's all well and good to go Is like that, oh
2: yeah would you not be paying off the debt anyway so like essentially you will have after you sell whatever you've paid into it so you'll be if, if you have a hundred thousand euro house and you're still paying it off or you have four hundred thousand euro house and you're still paying it off you'll still only get back
0: he's got enough yeah, he's, yeah he's gone, i, I get what you're whatever saying whatever you're from, currently whatever, but whatever you've already in paid Dublin into it because the rest will go, go to not pay always, off the mortgage also, but they're going to go up in terms mm. of like in terms of how much they're worth your house down the country is not going to go but your house in the country is not going to go up you know the house that you bought for 80 grand is going to be 80 grand when you sell it unless you do some fucking mad like you know giant extension or some kind of like giant like you know home improvement project on it Mm. in which case you're just breaking even at that stage anyway you know it's not like you're going to fucking turn around and now be in a better position but like Mm. those like you know there's a, there's, there are benefits to living in the capital, too, one of which, obviously, is even, you know, if you fall on hard times, the worst-case scenario, you can move back in with a family member and rent out your fucking house. You yeah. know, for what for rents go here, you can very easily cover the mortgage. You're not going to be rolling in money, but your mortgage is covered, so are not going to repossess it. You know, you don't have but that the option way, fucking having way, the way I
3: think about it, right, if you're settling, a, if, you're, if you're becoming a family man and you are, uh, go home and be a family man, if you want to go home and be a family man to, like, West Clare, like, what are your kids going to do once they hit 15? playing the dirt. <laughs> they're
0: going to roll around the dirt and like fucking, I don't know, I, I guess fucking chuck it seems like it
3: just, seems, it just seems like a bit of a false economy to me. Like if you, you're originally from Dublin and you know it like in 15, 15, 16 years your kids are realistically, if you're going to have kids, within the next two decades your kids are going to get itchy feet and being realistic like they're going to want uh, to They're going to want to go to college. You're going to have to pay for fucking accommodation for them
0: in college. That's it, you know? So I'm just going to bring that up. Like, what do you do? It's great when it comes to education to go like, oh, look, I'm sure all secondary schools are the same anyway. And you're probably right. You know, a secondary school is a fucking secondary school. Who really gives a shit about it? But Mm. then you get to the point where you get to college, and it's like, look, unless they're planning to go to fucking, like, you know, the fucking, like, Kerry Community College and study whatever... Like, I mean, they're probably going to want to actually go into something, and typically that's going to mean they'll have to go to a much bigger university. Maybe that's, you know, not necessarily Dublin-based, but it's definitely going to not be based in the fucking little cottage you've fucking decided mm. to set your life up in. And that's <laughs> a whole other expense. And, like, think about how fucking expensive it's going to be to try and support your fucking kid living in Dublin in fucking 15 years' time. You know, it's yeah. already a nightmare now. Other stuff, too, is... If you lose your fucking high-paying Dublin job... And you get one of these jobs where it's like, yeah, you can be remote. This is fine. No issues with this here. I can tell you now that salary is not going to match what your fucking salary used to be. Mm-hmm. It is not going to match that at all. I fucking know for a fact it's not. I can tell you that they're not going to match the salary. Why would they? They can find a million people like you to do that job around there, and they're going to do it for half of what you used to make. Yep. You know, and half of what you used to make is probably pretty good money to live in that particular area. But like, you're mm-hmm. not going to get what you were getting.
2: Also, but that's assuming that
0: also with to- all, yeah. all this. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Go on, Dan. No, not saying
2: that's assuming that you essentially find a loophole or you get a luck, a Goldilocks situation where most companies aren't willing to allow remote working, but you're in one of the ones that does, as opposed to assuming that actually remote working is going to become so much the norm now that you lose your fucking job in I, the remote, uh, you can find I, another I, one.
0: I can tell you that like, it's going to open up enough where there's a lot more jobs that'll be home-based. Just conversations that I've been in 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 work and stuff, but like, yeah, I mean, I th- I think like yeah, you know. You'll still,
3: find- uh, well, hang on. There's still a pandemic on. Like, realistically, and this has been this has been also like this is a pattern of of settlement that we've seen again and again in human history. Like after the Black Death, Shakespeare moved out of London, or in the Black Death, Shakespeare moved out of out of London and presumably back to Stratford on Avon, and where he remained till his death. But like yeah, you know he he immediately left the milieu where his his creative milieu and basically retired from the profession. Um, you, the, the, maybe the replicability of of economic production that was happening in the cities, it might be capable to eke a living out of stuff, but it isn't cap it, it doesn't seem to be I, I'm not sure. I'm not entirely convinced But also, the same like functions what... that are provided for in a city are going to be provided for even with a remote aspect like that.
0: But also, what do you do with all your friends and family? Oh, you, you know, just zoom the, them. But that's it. Like you just like uh, there's no like there's no more like weekend activities. Like you know, you don't get to go out to the cinema with your friends, or you don't get to go out for a few drinks or a meal, you know, or anything like that. Because you've got to plan it in advance. Because you have to have some way of getting up and down, or getting up and staying, and traveling back down the next day, and all this kind of stuff. And it's like I'm supposed to like live my life like that. Like that's it now. This is how I, this is how I spend every day is trying to go through these giant loopholes to justify this little house that I was suckered into buying because some person thought like, yeah, well, you know, once you have your house and you pop out a few kids and you're waiting for debt, really. You know, it's like, all right, good luck to you. I, I, I guess don't I, think...
2: I think part of the problem is just
1: that a lot of people read.
0: Really... Uh, Dan, your connection's getting real bad. Even Do you want to drop out and
2: back in? Like, it's not the world's most pleasant we'll city. We'll stay on all. For like a
0: minute if you want to drop so out. So a lot of people in. just dream of. Yeah, I'll see if that works. All right. Fucking loser! Thank God he's gone. A fucking, what? Fucking dork. We only got sitting four around, minutes to save the world. Sitting around in fucking cork, probably with a fucking thumb up his ass. Can't okay, bring his fucking laptop with him. What? What's he doing in cork? I see he didn't want to come up today. You okay, Dan, talk. So I you know what I was saying is is the other question then there's a
2: lot of people don't like living in Dublin. So the idea that you have to stay in Dublin to stay employed and to have the the acceptable standard of life can make you just feel trapped in a city that can feel quite alienating and unpleasant to a lot of people, especially who had to move there to start with. So it was almost going to Dublin was never their choice. So I think that's the other argument that comes in when people talk about moving elsewhere.
0: Yeah, I agree. And for those people, you know, I do. I, I do hope that they eventually find like a situation where they can go back home or go back to where their family is. But that's also different because, you know, most of their friends would be around them in Dublin, and it's their family that they'd miss and their home friends. But there's probably not that many friends back where you came from, anyway. You know, just well, like, you're, except you're those interacting... guys you don't
3: necessarily want to talk to.
0: Yeah, but like you're interacting with people just in a much bigger settings. You know, so you're you're around people more. You have more friends <laughs> and more people that you interact with on a daily basis around around like Dublin and stuff. So I understand that, but that's a different scenario though. That's people that that moved up, and to be quite honest, most of the people that I know that moved up to Dublin. And, you know, put stuff like the big schmoke in their fucking bios. And uh, always, always cool and funny. Um, but uh, I, uh, I look at them and I look at, like the kind of work that they do. And I just kind of think like, you could definitely find uh, an equal mm-hmm. job to this back home. You know, at a certain point, it becomes like, I came up to Dublin for this. And that's not what I'm doing now. But my plan is eventually to move back home. And it's like, well, I mean, for what you're doing at the minute, it's like, you know, it's great that you're. You know, working and like looking after yourself and having a good time—that's all great. But if your ultimate plan is to move back home, like the job that you have now, you could definitely do from home. And um, like I, you know, I knew someone that constantly talked about wanting to move back home, um, and she'd go home most weekends and stuff like that. But she worked in a she worked in a call center for Air, I think it was. And I just remember thinking, like you can Amazon work and a call center a from, from anywhere. That's what I mean. Like Amazon and like. Uh, Apple and stuff like that are like entirely from home. Like you could definitely just do mm. that job from home. Like that's that's so ho- that's how they get their whole staff. Mm. So there's things, uh, there's stuff like that that comes up that I think is a uh, is a little bit weird. Where it's kind of like you know, I know you're saying that you don't like it here, but it doesn't seem like you actually don't like it here. Because you could leave. Like you're in a situation where you're actually one of the few that could walk out tomorrow and go fuck it, I'm out. Um, but I have I, I have think... more. Go well
3: the the whole the whole aspect of this is it, it of course goes to the very foundation of the state and the ideology the state was built on, which is uh, an ideology that idealized rural living. And just look at Dellaire's concepts on, you know, yeah, household bright with sturdy probably with homesteads, et cetera, et cetera. But Fianna Fall let rural Ireland go into decline over the course of centuries, uh, yep. by letting the towns slip away, by letting there being snootiness towards the towns, and letting nothing really much apart from a sort of extra suburban uh, development pattern build up, that is almost impossible to provide services to. Uh, but also realistically, there. what's
0: the and what's now the we have and, now, and
3: how are you spo- how are we retrofit how are you supposed to retrofit broadband onto that? Well, you have to set up the most expensive rural broadband program, pretty much in the entire Western world. Well, to pipe fiber broadband directly to every one of those homes. Um, But
1: that's thats I mean, you ask
3: ask why, you ask why, one asks why, you know, people can't work from home in rural Ireland. Yeah. Uh, It's because it's not commercially viable to do it, and everybody else has to subsidize it.
0: Yeah. That's it, right? So that's the carrot they are always dangled. The two carrots are always that, like, oh, there's some big, giant motorway planned. That's going to go through half the country, apparently, to your mm-hmm. particular city and get you to Dublin in an hour if you fucking gun it. And they all fall for that every time. And fucking, like, jump up and down. Like, ah, oh, finally! Uh, never going to happen. You're never getting these these roads and these motorways. Sorry. Well, you get the roads,
3: and for the first year that they move there, they'll drive there in an hour and a half. And then for the remaining 15 years that they live there, they'll be stuck in traffic on the N7 yeah. trying to get in because well, everybody else is doing the same fucking thing.
0: So that's it's the character I was dangled. And then the other character always dangled is, with our national broadband plan to try and get it to be rural, is always that, like, as soon as this is done, you guys are going to have fast internet and jobs everywhere. And that's not how Ireland works. There was so few fucking remote jobs up until the pandemic hit. And that's only a necessity. And even hmm. now, an awful lot of people that are loving the remote work at the minute are going to lose that very soon. When we go back to, like like, coming out of the pandemic, people are going to be shoved back into a fucking office right quick. <laughs> right quick there's an awful lot of jobs that are going to shove you back in that office because there's no way in hell they're going to let you keep going from home i can say with a
3: large degree of certainty that having been available to work in an office and on location um has afforded me at the stage in my career that i'm at has extraordinary has afforded me some very very good career opportunities that i don't think would have been available to me prior to the pandemic. Um. There are people I know who are reducing their hours and stuff. Like I've picked up shifts and I've picked up work because other people reduced their hours and retreated back into the home and weren't able to do previously in-office work. Whether they will ever go back to that is another question. Um, and at the same time, it's also facil- working from home has also facilitated me to pick up small bits of work elsewhere. But, crucially, those are at a bit rate those are those are p that's all piece rate work it's not nine to five or it's not all piece rate work but it is it's casualized work where you're slotting in for a shift uh, at a time and you're doing a shift instead of having a whole thing so we may um you may well end up with a lot more people working freelance people doing jobs as contractors because realistically if your business model becomes based on not having people in the office and you're just like, well what other uh, the business owner maybe what what other what other aspects of quote unquote employment uh, can we actually dispense with if we're not having people with the office if we don't have to buy office chairs and desks and computers? Well, what else are we able to dispense with? pensions are long gone, but job security is definitely the next thing, and more power to you if you're a contractor and that that works for you, and your specific set of skills happens to keep up, but it seems just less and less secure. It's one less way to be precarious. And not, let's not forget, labour organising has traditionally happened primarily in the workplace itself. How else yeah. do you meet your colleagues?
0: Also, like this idea, like the majority of our, like I said before, um, remote jobs that are entirely remote are stuff like the Amazon support and the Apple support. <laughs> That's not going to open up just because you have broadband now in the arse and the are of a fucking dingle. Like, they have a gigantic (laughs) well of people that will always be ready to take those kind Mm. of jobs. So, like, the National Broadband Plan means nothing for those type of jobs anyway. Like, maybe you can squeeze in when you couldn't before and now you have this little call centre job that you do from your living room that you wouldn't have been able to do. But, like, you're competing with thousands of people. Thousands of them. And a lot of those probably have other call centre experience and they'll probably beat you out just based on that. You know, so it's not like...
3: language and stuff. But for that, like if you could do a call center, but the, the the real crucial question is for an urban person, for a person from Dublin like myself or whatever, if I can do a job from Tullamore, let's say, what is stopping me doing it from fucking Spain? Yeah. Why, I mean, my
1: biggest regret,
0: my biggest regret, would, if, if, if I, I had known how time? long, if I had known how long the pandemic stuff would have lasted, I probably would have looked into renting a big fuck off house with multiple people A year ago, like out of country, like let's leave the country, let's go somewhere else and do it with a group of people so that you have human Mm. interaction regularly that you wouldn't normally have because people are locked away Um, and gone from there. If I had known that it would have been well over a year, you know, probably close to two years before we really started coming out of stuff, I probably would have had that idea Mm. ages ago. At one point, I did think like, let's just fucking go somewhere. Like, let's just fucking yeah. pack up and go. Like, we'll give up I the know least several, I know now. several
3: people that haven't had to be near the office in months, like in in well over a year now. At this stage, and like that's just not me at all. But yeah, unfortunately, like I'm in, I'm in five days a week. But um, if I had one of those jobs, I would definitely have considered going to Spain or somewhere and just
0: renting a calf for nothing. But if we if we'd rented a big fuck off house in Spain, you could have afforded to just quit your job. Well, that's true as well. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean.
2: Then he would have gone weird I when they're in the house.
0: Just but in mean, fairness, like
2: talking to none of, of
0: wor- none of the rest of us would have been. None of the rest of us would have been working anyway, so it would have worked out. <laughs> it would have <laughs> been a much better idea.
2: They've all <laughs> gotten weird. Kind of like, yeah.
0: We've all devolved into into watching American Pie back to back and seeing if we can get scene for scene, line by line, done in in mm-hmm. time with the movie. Okay, <laughs> okay who stirs <laughs> the fuck the pie? <laughs> Graham, <Yeah.
2: laughs> I'm Stifler.
0: just just bursting onto the scene um so i have i have a couple more gripes before i finish up here because i've 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 been building these up for quite a while so one of my other problems now i'm losing my place because i've been going on we've been digressing we've been digressing and falling falling all over the place here um one of my other problems over the past year let's see where am i i've already brought up the coffee cups didn't like those you're breaking up
3: a bit there i don't know if it's me or you
0: uh, I think it's me. Okay. Um, shit. Now I'm falling. Now I'm falling apart. I had two more things that I wanted to bring up specifically, and now I can't think of them.
2: And he's falling asleep while no. I'm taking it. A...
0: No,
3: it's. I think it's me. Can we just give it a second, and then?
1: I fucking loved me, at club mate a good crack i do think i shouldn't
3: have come back from spain yeah probably shouldn't have my ping has just gone to ship but give it a second
0: okay yeah i do ping. honestly think i do honestly think Dan, that like a year ago i think it's I coming back how, how long we'd all be locked down for i was thinking like we should have just rented like a giant house and had like eight people stay in it for like nothing you know what i mean TikTok just has. like just go yeah essentially yeah you know just covid like castle people. Yeah, just have like eight <laughs> people stay in it and then you're always around other people so you don't have to like, you know, you're not getting stir crazy or anything like that. You know, you, the house would be subsidized so it'd be like, what, fucking 10 euro a person at that point? <laughs> you know what I mean? So well, I mean, great. if we went to certain cities in Spain, it could be. And we'd all, le- yeah. we'd
3: all learn Spanish as well. Oh, you know, we well, like, about- you know the way Rob wanted uh, to move and- to uh, uh, Jerez de la Frontera? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how good would that be? Yeah, you can nice. get entire houses there for fucking nothing. Any, anywhere, like all like places over the side of the space. We'd live like gods. The that's literal, true. you could buy lit, you could rent literal palaces for
0: what you're, rent, you're paying for doing, here for bedrooms. Doing push-ups like... in the fucking sun every day. Awesome. Yeah, Awesome. Fucking love it. Um... <laughs> oh, shit, now I have to lose my face again. I had it a second ago. Mm. Uh, what, was what was it? What was it? I mean, we uh, still could.
3: You two are live, working remote. I could, too.
0: That's true. I'm working remote until sometime, apparently, in 2022 which they don't know when or where. <laughs> they, they, they just told me they have plans and they don't know what those plans are yet, but we'll figure it out. And it's like, all right. Uh, <laughs> shit, where was I? I've lost the guys. I'm sorry. I'm out.
1: I'm working no. remotely for the rest of my career. Great. Why aren't you Here's in the Spain?
0: Answer so genius. Just
3: gone. He's just gone. <laughs> he literally started packing his bags as soon as we yeah.
0: asked. Yeah. He packs his bags and he's out. I'm out of here. I'm gone. I'm on the plane. <laughs> what I miss? I the rain in Spain falls in mainly on. The plane. The plane. The plane.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the sky car, as we call it, in Cork.
0: you actually? No. Of Only, if not. Only if they're watching Fast and the Furious 9. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Yeah, yeah, okay, I lost it. So so yeah. Sorry, I lost it. I had it in my head a minute ago and I lost it. I don't know what I, I don't know what my final gripe was. I had one more that I was sitting on um and I've lost it now. Uh, nah, that's gone. Would, it's would gone. you like
3: me to would we play a recall game that might help you come back to it?
0: Uh sure. I mean, yeah, sure. We're wrapping down soon anyway, so that's the, why not?
3: Yeah, but well, but like what the in terms of Let's gripes, see. is it come pandemic on. related?
0: I think it's like pandemic adjacent.
3: Pandemic kind adjacent. of like the coffee
0: cup thing. It's not really the pandemic, but it's, you know, it's a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
3: Did it involve the consumption of food or drink or? No. Is it something that a person does to annoy you? Mm, probably.
0: I assume that's why it's a gripe.
3: Hmm. Mm. Uh, is it something a specific person does in your life? Or is it is someone in your personal life? Or is it some, is it people generally?
0: Um, no, probably people generally. I think, I think in my personal generally. life, I'm the annoying one. I think that's how that typically works, is that I annoy them, um, usually on purpose. And, uh... well,
3: so, Actually, since, we're, since we've declared an amnesty on pandemic topics for this, uh, I'm going to say something annoying that happened to me the last day. It was uh, You know the way when people go up to you in queues and like, breathe down your neck because they yeah. don't feel like doing social distancing and they think it's going to make the queue move faster? Yeah. What the fuck is that about?
0: I don't fucking know. I
3: had fucking... to say that to some la- I had to say that to some lady behind me in the queue for the for the deli roll. I've been getting so uh, actually this is this is my topic for the day.
1: This is why you're never getting it's a
3: house. Deli counters. <laughs> it's the other reason I'm never getting a house is because uh, for the entirety of my new job for the last three months, because the options are reasonably limited around there and there's a really cheap deli counter near my work. Every day I've been having a chicken fillet roll with coleslaw, lettuce grated cheese, and spicy chicken. Every okay, day I like since start I started like that it. work. And I, every day I go and sit in the grass and eat it. And in three months, there have been exactly three days on which it was too wet to sit in the grass and eat it. Which okay. tells you all you need to know about all this bitching about indoor dining. But here we are.
0: Oh, that was it, so, dude. It was you have me remember? Indoor dining? So, here's my final gripe. You hold that thought. This will be very quick. Uh, I cannot fucking stand... I cannot stand all of this fucking talk about how crazy, like, innovative and entrepreneurial and all this other buzzword garbage that outdoor dining has become. You have taken a table from in the restaurant and put it outside the restaurant. You have done nothing. You have just, you have moved furniture. (laughs) Stop it. i can't stand this i said this a year ago i said if we do outdoor dining it's gonna be a whole bunch of fucking people talking about how ireland is so special and ireland is so clever and ireland is so innovative and they're so like they're always creating new stuff and look how the irish always get along because we love to romanticize ourselves a bunch of fucking stupid potato people and uh, i think it says a lot that four
3: out of five four out of five restaurants haven't been fucking arsed putting tables outside
0: because they don't want to move the table that's a pain what if I have to take what if I have to get the screwdriver and I have to take like the tabletop off and then move it. That's that's 5 minutes extra work. I'm not doing that. Mm. But I just can't stand just all talk. I can't stand all this talk about how great we are for moving furniture around. Fuck off. <laughs> it is the equivalent of you moving your couch to Hoover behind it. You have done nothing special here. This is not clever. It's not innovative. Stop saying this stuff. It really bothers me. <laughs> I hate that we big ourselves up so like how fragile is the fucking Irish ego that we have to pretend how special we are every time the most minor thing happens are we really that like devoid of all kinds of creativity you know what yes. i mean are we really are we really that fucking sad that like someone will be like ah oh, i uh, came up with this new system i cleaned the pint glass and they go F- jerry you jerry you cleaned the pint glass that's why Whoa. it tastes so good it's the soap it's the soap. I could taste the soap. I there. can't believe it. What if you
3: rinse it afterwards to
0: get rid of the soap smell? Oh, man. That's <laughs> an even brother. better idea. What about I just, that?
2: This is just one side I, of the... I can't, I can't only in it. Ireland when you have like fucking generic... I was going to see it, capital. and
0: I called it ahead of time. And when it actually happened, I, I was so upset that I couldn't even say about how I was right. Because it just really bothered yeah. me. Like, RTE spending... Like, RTE, the fucking state-funded broadcaster wasting my time by telling people on the street, do you like sitting outside with your sandwich? Oh, it's great. It's great to be able to sit outside and order a sandwich instead of making my own sandwich. And you're kind of going, I fucking no. hate you. I hate everyone here. I hate this. I hate that we're spending resources and money making this fucking segment right now. I hate that we're bigging mm-hmm. up the restaurant for putting a chair outside their door. I hate all of this. Nothing here is new. Fuck you all. I hate it. I hate <laughs> it. And we've oh, used outdoor dining recently. Multiple times. But... yeah. And I it's just, great. But all it is is the same restaurant. It's no different than what it always was.
2: I hate it. Or when, we get, when it rains and all of the creativity runs out immediately.
0: Yeah. Because I guess they decided, fuck it, well, I'm not getting a parasol. But I am going to complain. Like, what am I supposed to do if it rains when I'm outside? What would you do normally? If a torrential downpour that you weren't expecting opened up in 16, like, fuck Like, there was like 8 millimeters of rain. Last week with all of this, like, like, but, like, there was, like, eight millimeters of rain. It's like, yeah, it's a lot of rain, dude. But, like, what the fuck are you supposed to do when a random, like, torrential downpour comes out of nowhere and it's the most rain we've seen in well over a year? Like, <laughs> what? I'm sorry, do you think, like, if you're inside, your outdoor diners don't care because it's what you're inside is open? People are still uh, going to sit outside in the summer, stupid. Like, what? Hate it. Really bothers me. Really fucking bothers me. I hate bigging up things that aren't special just for the sake of doing it. Really annoys me. <laughs> it just dilutes everything. And these are the same fucking people that are like, oh, they get medals for everything these days. They get participation medals and then someone puts a chair outside and they go, I, um, I can't believe it. Ireland I can't changed. Believe it. This might change the landscape forever.
3: It takes a certain kind of bravery to put a chair outside.
0: Also, even after all this and how everyone still fucking loves it, right? Oh, it's great! Look at the chairs outside. So you're sitting out on the chair, and it's outside. It's not inside. The mm. chair's outside. I'm sitting on the chair, and I'm outside. I'm in the fresh air right now. I heard a bird. I uh, heard a bird. And they're sitting heard outside. Heard a bird. And the street hasn't been closed off, so cars are like gingerly squeezing down this road so that they don't hit somebody, knock over a chair. And uh, even with all of this, they still haven't thought maybe we should shut down this road. Because this road doesn't need to be traveled down by car. And it's 90% bar and restaurant. So let's shut this road off so we don't have this. And we can put out more tables and chairs. No, 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 no. No, what would we do then? How, where would the car go to live? The car lives on roads. car needs road. Hey, fucking... Oh. oh, I can't do it. I can't do it. These, are, these, these have been things that have been slowly pissing me off for quite a while now. And I decided that I was going to get them all out in one, one long, slightly interrupted burst. So now I'm good again.
3: It's great. It's you like ever... the
1: vagina monologues. Look for
0: Adam.
3: <laughs> the COVID monologues.
0: The pussy bros.
3: <sighs> do you use... You...
0: That's O-S-E. What, <laughs> exactly. I was, what,
3: what I was getting at was, do you ever just get into the habit of doing exactly the same thing for lunch every day? The Guardian had a piece on this about people who... Yep. Uh, a couple, I think it was about two months ago, they had a piece on people who eat the same thing morning, noon, and night. And it's not that that inspired me to eat the same thing morning, noon, and night. It's just that I have been doing the same thing morning, noon, and night. Yeah.
0: I uh, uh I it's now it's I, now got to the stage
3: where the deli girl is gonna ask me start asking me do I want the usual in my fucking sandwich soon enough.
0: Yeah, that's I, I check out of uh, out of places when they say the usual. I, I don't wanna be known to you. Um, <laughs> I just I and even if you do know me and you know what I'm gonna say, wait for me to say it because I just I I want that I want you to pretend like I'm a stranger and you don't know me at all and we we're not yeah it becomes a bit sad when I walk in the door to a place and they're like oh uh, same two two Americanos again yeah it's like Adam it's like uh, I don't need this when the weight of the
3: world has got you down and you wanna end your life yeah
0: I don't I don't need that in my life yeah I uh I have the same lunch literally every day Monday Tuesday Wednesday Thursday and Friday every. Week, <laughs> I have the same lunch Monday through Friday every week. Really, what That's is the it? The only reason I it must be a, a winner. I have a chicken wrap, um, that I toast. Mm. Um, I toast, uh, and I have that every day. So usually, it's usually it's either spinach or rocket, mm. and then I have some chicken on there, and then I either have some sriracha or I might have uh, the last. This last week, I've I've had a little bit of sour cream and a little bit of salsa in there. Um, Hmm. but I have that every day, it's the same thing it's a toasted wrap um, and I have that every single day for lunch except for the weekend, the weekend is mainly just because I have time to have breakfast and stuff early, Uh, well Hmm. I have breakfast late but I have time to do it, so Um, but yeah, I do that every single day, I have the same Hmm. wrap every single day, I do that whether I'm going into the office or not I do that whether we're just at home or not, it doesn't matter Um, and sometimes I'll make like three days worth in a row and I'll just pop them out of the fridge when I'm ready, it's great You make wraps in advance? Yeah Holy shit that's organized. And I have gotten fucking good at wrapping things. I've gotten really really good at wrapping up like wraps and burritos and stuff. Very mm. good in this past year. I've gotten very very good at it. They're very tight. They don't fall apart. They're perfect. I, I, I can't I, quite do I. it. I can't quite do it the way burrito places do it where they seemingly put an infinite amount of toppings in there and still close it. That to yeah. me is insane. I don't know how mm. the fuck they do it. That's well, wizardry. What's that about? I don't know. Because I I've think tried, it might be
3: something to do with fresh tacos versus or fresh, or fresh, or fresh, the fresher bread might have something to do. It seems to be more pliable. whereas I, I don't know when it's the packaged tortilla wraps. They seem to just break a lot quicker. I find. Yeah, I, I have, I have. I tried think they might be. I think possibly stuff. corn burritos are a lot more flexible.
0: Yeah, I, I can't. More moist. Uh, I can't do the massive, the massive stuff that they seem to do. I just can't get it. I've tried. I've really, really tried. It, it does never works. I either can't <laughs> fully close the wrap or the wrap tears multiple places. And mm. then I kind of have like, you know, a deconstructed sandwich for dinner instead of a, instead of Yeah, a if burrito. you have to give
3: up and eat your sandwich with a fork, that's a problem.
0: Yeah. Dan, you seem like someone that eats whatever's in the cupboard. What do you have for lunch every day?
2: Whatever's in the cupboard.
0: <laughs> what did you have for lunch yesterday? <laughs> right?
2: I, I, no, so, so I'm a full leftovers guy. Whatever I made for dinner, I make one and a half portions of it. And then I'll eat the half portion for lunch. So, okay.
3: What about so breakfast? Be... What do you have for breakfast before work or during work?
2: I have porridge every day, um, because I don't like to think about mm. it. So I just Even have porridge. Yeah, every all times of the year. Because I don't want to think of in the morning is a very difficult time for me because I'm barely awake and barely st- uh, conscious and I'm struggling to remember what my job is. Mm. So what I need to do is just not just bowl water pot, you know, microwave mm. two minutes, eat that and you won't die. I, I, I porridge can't, in I can't winter. just for anything more. You porridge should do winter that
0: usually, and then granola and yogurt in the summer. Or you well, should, from you, you, can keep doing your porridge, a day, but What I would suggest is get a big old scoop of protein powder, throw it on top, stir it in. You now got flavored porridge. Good job. Great. I do it. I do it all the time when I make porridge. I sure you get your favorite flavor. You throw it in, and all of a sudden, instead of having a bowl of what one can only assume is gruel in another life, mm. you now have a bowl of you know delicious cookies and cream flavored. Breakfast I cereal, essentially. Eat.
1: Is that just? What I protein make porridge with, is, like...
0: It depends what one you get.
3: I make my porridge with uh, chopped apples, cinnamon, peanut
0: butter. I've never had protein powder. powder. It depends on what one you get. The current I have a, I have a banana, um, protein powder at the minute, but it depends. I usually try and avoid the ones that are too sweet because uh, if you ever have a protein shake first thing in the morning, after a, a really heavy early morning workout, the last thing you want is like fucking you know caramel donut flavor. That you've swallowed back because uh, <laughs> your body doesn't like that. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> that, that is not appreciated. That is when you really feel like, oh, I'm gonna puke now. This is terrible. Um, but uh, yeah, I try and keep them somewhat vague. Um, but yeah, that, that's 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 fair. That's fair. That's good. Yeah, I do. I have a. I have a. I have my wrap. I have my protein wrap that I do every day. My high protein wrap. I toast it all up. It's got my chicken in there for my protein. It's got my my spinach or my rocket in there got a little bit of whatever else it's good
3: and what way do you what way do you cook the chicken do you poach all that in batches or what
0: Uh, it depends um i sometimes when i'm feeling a bit lazy i'll just get like the the sandwich packed chicken like the pre-cooked like sliced up chicken or whatever Uh. Um, and then other times i'll just get like a i'll get a chicken just throw some flavouring on rip it all up and toss it on there until it's until it's all nice and wrapped obviously cooled first (laughs) just depends depends what i'm in the mood for but i do that every day and it never gets boring I will continue to do it for a very long time to, to come. I was just going to well, say, because be... you're a leftover guy. One of the things we've started yeah. doing recently is that, uh, so we started a new trend at Christmas, where you know the way you always have like a bunch of like Christmas food left over the next day. Like there's always a ton of ham. Mm-hmm. So a ton of turkey, that kind of stuff left over. I've never so had seen how idea... this
3: is such a, why is this such a celebrated concept? Like, do you not, do people not always have leftovers at home?
0: Uh, no, I usually don't have leftovers for most things. Oh. Um, I mean, because like I, I cook for two, and then like mm. I I make a portion for two people, and then we're done. Um, mm. But at Christmas, obviously, you know, as much as you may try and want to do a portion for two, that's literally impossible. That is not no. how Christmas food works. It's a portion for eight, and that's it. <laughs> um, so we always have a ton of stuff left over. So I was thinking, like, what the fuck do we do to get rid of it this year? So I made a leftover Christmas pizza with the leftover stuff this year. just gone. It was delicious. So, turkey it was a and fantastic ham. Fantastic idea. Turkey Grammar. and ham, and there was there was a bunch of. Uh, I think there was still some stuff left over we threw on there. There's some other stuff left over. I think there was some vegetables maybe, some roasted vegetables that we threw on there too. Lovely, delicious pizza. But, Turkey, so ham,
3: cranberry, and roasted veg pizza would sound pretty good. I'd keep the Brussels sprouts
0: off it though. We don't make Brussels sprouts. He doesn't like them. Nobody likes them. I like Brussels sprouts. I didn't Fire. any vegetables. You're a, a monster and you're going to jail. I didn't Get any fucked. vegetable. Get fucked. But uh, yeah, so we made that. So, but recently, we made chili. And there was a ton of chili left over, and we were thinking, like, mm-hmm. what the fuck do we do with it? So we had a great idea. So Obviously, got nachos. Sweet, got a couple, no, we didn't do nachos. Got a couple of sweet potatoes, baked the sweet potato, cut them in half, filled them with the reheated chili, threw a bit of toppings on top, uh, chili sweet potatoes. Delicious. What was a great, easy dinner. It was fucking yum, fantastic. Yum. And we didn't have to yum, do yum. anything. You start off my yam a joke. I'm not going to laugh at your yam joke, Stephen. It's the same as that joke where someone says, where did you get your vaccine? I got blind in the leg. And you know what? Since then, my Pfizer. Are...
3: You what? <laughs> it's
0: a stupid joke going around where someone blind in my leg and then my thighs hurt. Oh my <laughs> I don't get it. Their, I... their, their thighs hurt.
1: All right. Well,
3: that was uh, Morning Brew episode twenty. Thank you for your attention. I have been Stephen Burke. I'm Adam
0: Sheridan. I'm Daniel Persell. As we'll always, see you, next you can week. follow us on Twitter. You can follow the podcast on iTunes. You can like it on iTunes. I'm picking up a lot of ratings lately. Make sure you keep doing that. How's um, our Patreon doing? Tremendously helpful. The Patreon does not get put out publicly, so probably zero dollars a month. Um, but we'll 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 get there eventually. We'll we'll put it out at some point. We just haven't yeah, got around is. to it. We need ideas. We need ideas. I don't want someone to just have it there. At the minute, it's there as a tip jar in case anyone wants to use it. But if there, if someone's gonna put money, in if they can fucking like that, find they to, it, they need to they need to get money in. Yeah, I've made it pretty hard. Um, I mean, in fairness, it's on the website if you can find it. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. You can follow us on Spotify. You can follow us on iTunes. You can probably follow us in other places that we never put the podcast up because some places just like to take it and put it up. Um, you know, so that's 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 where they are too. Uh, make sure you like it. Make sure you share them with your friends. If you do, you might get a prize. Your prize is kisses. Uh-huh.
1: see you later friends